Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Kahala, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino all joining you. Joining us now as he does on Wednesdays. He covered the National uh, Football Foundation, Football Writers Association of America. Uh, he's a member of that. He covered the Detroit Tigers minor league system is what I meant to say, but I got all crisscrossed because we were going to, you know, it's getting closer to you know, pitchers and catchers are there. Spring training's here. We're doing all that, but also there's some football taking place as well. So that's how I got all misconstrued on the whole intro there. You know him as John Wagner. Sometimes I call him Johan, my friend. Good morning to you, partner. How are you? How's life? How are things? Well, Anthony, I'm on the road a little too early this morning, but uh, I am a little slice of heaven, even though I know the weather well. I'm hoping your listeners in Michigan, Northwest Ohio, and so forth are not going to get hit with the weather that we are preparing for here in the land of 10,000 completely frozen lakes. Because we're, we're supposed to get snowmageddon here, like foot and a half of snow, maybe two feet of snow. Just it, it, it's mayhem. It's mayhem here. But I see. I got to ask you though, since I'm driving this morning, Anthony, I got a question for you. Yes. How how tricked out is your car, your vehicle, your mode of transportation? How tricked out is it? Well, I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. I was at a gas station not too long ago, and I'm pulling up and I'm getting a coffee because I'm hitting the road. I'm going from one place to the next, and I ran into a familiar face. Couldn't tell you his name, but I knew who is. I I knew him by the face uh, because he, he attends a lot of sporting events. And he said, "Is that yep. your is that your car out there?" And I said, "The black one." And he said, "Yeah." And I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Oh, I would have thought you'd had something nicer than that." And I said, "Well, my friend," <laughs> I said, "Well, my friend, you do know that a motor vehicle is, uh, you know, it's less than nine thousand pounds. It's uh, it's not really a tax write off, and it's an depreciating asset. So, no, I'm not I'm not overly interested in cars." He's like, "Well, I just would have thought." And I was like, "You would have thought what?" You thought I turned in those free chili coupons for for a Maserati? What's the matter with you? Oh, are you smoking crack? What's the matter with you? I'm responsible with my money, John. I I, I talk about it all the time. There's a great gif, Dave Chappelle, right? He's rich and he's got a crown on his head. It's a Chappelle show, and he's got all this money in his hand. And he, he clutches it to his chest, and he looks scared with his sunglasses on. That's me. I don't like to spend money. I like my money. I like all my cousins: Uncle Ben, cousin Ulysses, Andrew. Abe, George, all my buddies. I gotcha. Well, it, the reason I ask it is this. Not that my my vehicle is tricked out, but here in Minnesota, I, I picked up a new vehicle. Well, it'll be two years old in uh, July, okay? And so I remember July, key elementary. As I'm getting this vehicle... They're, you know, they're the, the salesman's selling it to me. He's like, well, it's got heated seats. I'm like, yeah, heated seats aren't bad. I, I like heated seats. You know, and it's got front and rear this and all that. And that's nice. That's nice. Plus, it has a heated steering wheel. Ooh. And I looked at him like, heated steering wheel? So what? You got to be kidding me. Who cares? Heated steering wheel. Now, remember, again, this is July. I don't need nothing heated in my car. It will be overheated in 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? I know so what you're saying. Oh, trust me. Trust me. 
try a heated steering wheel this winter and tell me what you think. And I'm like, all right, I'll do it, but I'll tell you, I know what I'm going to think. And man, was I wrong. Holy mackerel. You? Love the heated steering wheel. Adore it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Oh, it is. Oh, my God. If if you if you know what it's like when it's outside and you've been there all day and you get in the car, it's like, look, I can barely hold on to this steering wheel. Oh, two minutes of the heated steering wheel. I am totally a believer. I am. I, I'm not sure I'll ever get a vehicle ever again that doesn't have a heated steering wheel. Take that one to the bank, Anthony. Take it to the bank. I will. Uh, my father and I, we were in a, uh, I don't know why, but we try to make it. We make a trip every year. I know why we do that, but we make a trip together every year. We go play golf. And I don't know why he wants to get the rental car. It's just not his it's not his thing. Like he's not a car guy either. It doesn't matter what kind of car you have. You know, not, none of that. We ended up with this luxury SUV and I'm telling you he put on these massage seats. Oh my goodness. I was like, "Okay, all right. I I can kind of understand." But for, but for those wondering, I drive a Ford Edge. Uh, I need space in order to be able to throw equipment things of that nature. Uh, I need something with decent gas mileage, so I drive a uh, I drive a Ford Edge. Okay. To much to the disdain of some random people who thought I was, you know, turning in my uh, all my free tickets that I get hit up for all the time. Uh, I turn in those free tickets and buy luxury automobiles, like like I said, Maserati, Lamborghini, the Ferraris parked out back. Sorry, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. John, I'm not one of these MLB guys with these guaranteed contracts, Uber billions of dollars. That you know, I just I'm not big poppy. Okay, I might think that I am, but I'm not. But there are some other folks that are running around. They are also not big poppy, but they're trying to work their way to a contract. And I have to ask you, did you watch any of this other stuff? Because NBA is at the All Star break, and I know you didn't touch that with a twenty foot pole. And college hoops is on, so that might kind of interest you, but your guys out there in Minnesota are absolute dog water. The NHL is on. I don't know if that's tickling your fancy, but we do have not one but two secondary football leagues taking place. The XFL, which kicked off, and the USFL, which had their draft. Will that spark your or pique your interest at all? Anthony, I'm debating whether I should refuse to answer that on grounds that it might incriminate me. But the more I think about it, I think, you know what? I think you're already incriminated with that answer. Yes, I watched significantly more of the XFL than I did the NBA All-Star Game. I, you know what? I was about to tell you, I don't know where the All-Star Game even was held. But then again, I think it was Utah. Am I right? Yeah, All Star Game was in Utah, correct? So I, I was about to tell an untruth and say I didn't know where it was. I do, I do know where it was. Other than that, man, I got nothing. I guess somebody from Philly won the slam dunk contest, and it was an upset. And and now, really, I have that. I've exhausted my All Star Game knowledge. Don't care. However. Ask me all you want to know about the games between the uh, Seattle Sea Dragons and the uh, Washington Command. No, they're not the Commandos. What are they? They're DC somethings. So, yeah, I'll, I watched a fair amount of it. I, and for Toledo listeners, 
you realize that Bruce Gradkowski is the offensive coordinator down in St. Louis. So right off the bat, you got a reason to cheer. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he left the St. Francis de Sales High School uh, as the head coach there and, uh, yeah, took a job in the XFL, which is, you know, exciting uh, for him. And uh, there are some interesting things that I think that when we look at the National Football League, I was reading an article in CBS Sports yesterday about how they were looking at how to manage the clock in college football and talking about the chains, you know, it, every time you move the chains, they stop the clock for a first down. That's been going on for 18 billion years. But they're talking about how many plays does that add or exposures is what we're calling them now for the potential to have, you know, more contact per play. I mean, there's like 180 exposures in a college game. That's an actual play where people hit each other. And there's only about 150 in a pro game. And so the XFL and the USFL also, and the XFL in conjunction with the National Football League, it gives them an opportunity to kind of, one, not only showcase some of the talent and guys trying to make NFL rosters or get a tryout uh, at the next level by performing at this level, but it also gives them sort of a laboratory, if you will, on uh, some of the rule tweaks and things that they might be able to implement or change or evolve within their own game which brings me to that crazy comeback between st louis and what was it san antonio was like 18 to 15 and they had the three-point conversion they had the onside kick which is now a fourth and 15 like they they pulled out all the stops possible for xfl football yeah and i i have to admit some of that stuff is interesting i don't i don't know if it works out i mean i I have to admit, I'm kind of intrigued by the way they handle kickoffs now uh, in the XFL, which is the teams stand there about 10 yards apart from one another until the kicker kicks it, and nobody moves until the ball is caught by the deep man. And then everybody, you know, comes full lather at one another. And, it, you know, they've talked about the amount of injuries that we see on kickoffs and this is going to slow that down. At least that's the consideration. So I don't know. I, I, I have to admit, I, I find it interesting. And I, then again, I've been a follower of these crazy leagues. I mean, ever since I was young, I mean, good heavens. I, I watched the world football league whenever I could watch the USFL during its early iteration in the mid-80s. I was I was on that. I was all over that. Very interested in spring football. So, you know, I, I, the difference is those leagues were more about bringing talent to the NFL. I mean, that, it, it go look especially at the USFL. They had some amazing talent that started in that league, whether it's Steve Young or Jim Kelly, a quarterback. People forget that Reggie White started his professional career in the USFL, and they're not alone. There were bunches of guys who really didn't get chances in the NFL, got a chance to perform in the USFL, took advantage of it, and made – you know, in some cases, there are Hall of Fame careers that were based on getting their start 
in the USFL. The talent level, and I, I hesitate to say this because, you know, I may be proved wrong. I think I'm right to say the talent level is not that close to the NFL. There may be a player here or there. I don't think there are future Hall of Famers lurking in the USFL or the XFL right now. But there may be guys who end up on on NFL rosters down the road. And for them, this is a way to gain an exposure. It is. It's a way to gain exposure for those guys. And I look at a guy that we both know, Storm Norton, who had a uh... – I think it was a run. What was the other league? The Alliance of American Football, the AAFL, now defunct for these other two leagues. And he had a run with the AAFL after the XFL, and that's what led him to a a starting job with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, uh, formerly of San Diego. So I think that you know there is that opportunity, a little bit of film. You're always one injury away. Good opportunity to keep you playing. Like I, I for that, I I very much uh, support these leagues. Uh, for some of the, you know, maybe a testing ground for rules, I very much support it. You know, the USFL, we've got some some friends in Grand Rapids that are working with the league and working closely with the Michigan Panthers. Um, you know, they've, you know, we we've, we've had some discussions there. Actually, got one of our uh, one of our interns at Toledo. I think we might have got him a little SID action there at Ford Field, the press box. So there'll be some nice connections there and some good opportunities across the board. Uh, but I just I have my own struggle because I'm so invested in, you know, mid-major football or group of five football with Toledo, the power five football with Michigan, Lions football. Like I, I almost kind of need a break. Uh, that's interesting. I see. I don't have that NFL time stuck there. So, and I see guys that I saw at that mid-major level. This is their second chance in these leagues, whether it's the XFL or the USFL. I, I hear you. I mean, I, the other end of this equation is, as you mentioned when we started talking, you also are following the NBA like a mad dog. They don't even exist in my world. And, yeah, the Wild is here in Minnesota. I've always followed the Red Wings to a degree. There's less reason to now than there was. 10, 15 years ago, I get it, but, you know, for some people, football is football, and you want to watch football, you want to be immersed in football, and I got to be honest with you, I've always thought that there is a market for this. Now, is there another NFL-sized market for it? I, I doubt that. I'm not telling you that. But I think there is a market for this. If it's handled well, if players are willing to accept salaries that are commensurate with the attendance and the television contracts, and and people are willing to give you decent money to kind of put it out there, I, I I think it's viable. I think it's viable. I'm not. I'm not the only person watching it. I do know that. I am not the only person watching. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, they they know. They they knew when they jumped into this thing. Hey, is there a market for this? What can we sell ads for? What's the salary? How does how does this kind of all come together to make it viable, right? These networks, these executives, they're not going to throw their job on the line for something like this. And it it's I think you're right that the market is there, but I think for someone like me as you kind of alluded to, you know, it's the Detroit Pistons. It's in uh, in they're they're off until you know Thursday night. It's the Red Wings last night with a huge win over the Capitals, trying to make a playoff push. It's Michigan State against Indiana. It's Michigan, you know, a couple nights before they when they took on Indiana. So for for people like you know Dan Ryan myself, I know Ryan watched a ton of it over the weekend. You know, if if it's a special interest and it's on television, okay, sure. But I feel like, you know, for me personally, there's just so much other stuff that's happening all the time. You know, Tiger Spring training right around the corner. You can almost taste it. For me, it's going to be difficult on a personal level. But I do understand that there will be a market. And they've kind of tapped into it. When you got a guy like John Wagner, find him on Twitter at John Wagner Media. Wags, my friend, as always, partner, thank you so much for your time today, my friend. We greatly appreciate it. Anthony, I know we're going to be talking baseball soon. You cannot come soon enough. For now, I hope all your listeners and you stay safe and have a great rest of the week.